0: What do you think or do when you think you have five more minutes to live? You just hope that uh, you know some somebody will come for you, or some miracle will uh, will come about. I mean, you don't really uh, want to dwell on the other side of it. You're still trying to get somebody to help you.
1: I could see where the smoke was, and uh, it appeared to be over about where the Navy Command Center is, and uh, I've got a. I had a really good friend who was in the command center. Lots of, lots of friends, uh, but one of my dearest friends in life. Um, so I was concerned for him. So like like you do on a ship, you go towards where the emergency is. Uh, I've got a lot of firefighting training from being on ships for most of my adult life. And I'm an EMT, so I thought maybe I could contribute. And I wanted to find my friend if he was OK. So I ran in the corner, and uh, there's this couple of holes in the in the wall flames uh, clearly visible with heavy black smoke in the, the windows above and starting to pour out of these holes and, uh, and there at my feet as I'm yelling for help <clears throat> comes uh, commander Tarantino crawling literally on his hands and knees to because it was again no room at all to move and he crawled deeper into the space and and right next to these uh, live electrical breakers that are now covered with firefighting water and and popping and sending off sparks. Gets on his back as I'm trying to lift up with my back and and legs. Uh, He's on his back uh, pushing up with his, you know, got underneath this thing. It pushes it up just high enough so uh, Mr. Henson could extricate himself from where he was pinned. Came sliding across the desk and... uh, Dave's yelling, get out, get out. I can't hold it. You know, it's going to go. And uh, so Jerry and I go out through this narrow hole, and Dave uh, lowers his stuff and comes out behind us. It was uh, a hell of a thing.
2: Most people would run away from the blast site where we're standing right now. You two folks, uh, Commander Tarantino, Captain Thomas, you went towards it, uh, into danger. Was this your training?
1: In the Navy, um, when you're on a ship, there's nowhere to run. You either fight the fire, or the flood, or the battle damage, or you all die. Everybody helps, everybody pitches in, or the ship goes down.
2: I agree with that. I think it's it's um, the values that are instilled in you from being in the military and and having People that you call shipmates and comrades,
0: and that really means something to us. I can tell you that, uh, uh, from my perspective, uh, uh, knowing how horrific the situation was with the fires and and things falling and everything, there are very few people that would have pressed on and continued all the way in to, to the point of, uh, of pulling somebody out. Uh, you know, a lesser guy would have quit at the uh, at the outer outer wall and said, "Gee, I wish I could have helped."
2: The attacks on September 11th caused casualties and changed lives, but they also altered America's strategic approach to terrorism. Attack first, before the terrorists can strike again. At West Point's graduation, President Bush outlined this new doctrine.
3: The war on terror will not be won on the defensive. We must take the battle to the enemy, disrupt his plans, and confront the worst threats before they emerge. In the world we have entered, the only path to safety is the path of action, and this nation will act. Our security will require transforming the military you will lead, a military that must be ready to strike at a moment's notice in any dark corner of the world. And our security require all Americans to be forward-looking and resolute, to be ready for preemptive action when necessary to defend our liberty and to defend our lives.
2: Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld is one of the architects of the administration's new strategy.
3: I, I think of,
2: what, when I think of it as self-defense, and, and if there's anything that is accepted in our world, it is that. It is that.